0: Hi, this is Dr. Brenda Shoshana, welcoming you to the podcast, Zen Wisdom for Your Everyday Life. I'm so happy you're here, and I'm so touched and pleased to be able to share with you my years and years of work as a therapist and as a Zen practitioner, and just as a person (laughs) walking along the path, trying to deal with all the difficulties in life that we all deal with, and actually finding a wholly different perspective eventually, step by step, that I really would like to share with you. So what this podcast is about is about looking at our problems, which we usually struggle with, have conflict with, feel upset about in a completely different way. We're going to offer a really new perspective on the problems and ways of solving them, And an important part of the podcast will include what we call in practice Zen koans. And to start with, I really would like to talk to you about koans because a koan is a question that's given to you by your teacher, which has no logical answer. Just like life gives us all these koans, experiences, situations, which we can't really figure out logically or intellectually. And of course, when all kinds of situations and difficulties come to us, the first thing we do naturally is try to figure it out. There's a deep wish to control our experience, to know what's happening, to plan in advance what we're going to do. However, that way of experiencing life and of confronting life doesn't really work because if we could figure it, we could have figured it out we would have by now already and very very often in our life once one problem is solved another just crops up just like that so the zen koan gives us a whole different approach to problems completely different approach for one thing we stop trying to figure it out we realize it has no logical or rational answer. Just like many things in life that happen, no logical reason or answer. The koan pushes us, pushes us into a deeper part of our being that has the answers, that knows what's really going on and that knows just what to do in the moment. That part exists in all of us. That part is called our treasure house. But we cannot access it when we get stuck in the rational thinking mind. So koans force us to answer a question, but not through the rational thinking mind. Now, usually we're so afraid of making a mistake. And here is one wonderful koan from a great teacher, Dogen Zenji, who says, Life is one continuous mistake. Wow, what does he mean by that? That's quite a statement, isn't it? Life is one continuous mistake. So he's cutting right through our need to be perfect, to have the answers. He's telling us life is an experience to be enjoyed, to be tasted. And and when we do something that doesn't work out according to the way we wish it would work out, who says it's a mistake? Who labels it that way? It's an experience from which we learn. In the Zen world, we say fall down eight times, get up nine times. <laughs> That's a very important koan too. Fall down eight times, get up nine times. It's not the falling down that matters. We have to fall down. We have to be make mis- so-called mistakes. We have to try different things. That's how we learn. That's how we grow. If you had a little baby and you told them, you cannot fall down, you can't make a mistake, that child would be stuck and stymied. He couldn't move, actually. And many of us, sadly, in our lives, we are stuck and stymied and we cannot move. We're so afraid of making a mistake, of falling down, of being made a fool of. And in the Zen koan, we would say, become more of a fool. (laughs) It's become more of a fool. Stop trying to be so important and smart and think you know it all. Take this life as a delicious adventure to taste, to eat, to digest, and to have fun with. Why call it all a problem? Why label it that way? Who is labeling it a problem rather than a wonderful adventure? You know you know what I think is so interesting? It came to me. So many people like to go on extreme um, adventures, extreme vacations. They put themselves in very challenging situations, on high mountains, or they go longing under the sea, or skydiving, or confronting wild animals. They like it. They want it. It's a high. It shows them, teaches them that there's some power they have within themselves, some ability to live in right in the moment. Not thinking about things, but living things. And actually, that is what the koan asks us to do. In a way, it's like an extreme travel adventure. It's also very interesting that these people who go on these extreme adventures, they become very different when they're back in their ordinary everyday, although everyday life is not ordinary. (laughs) Far from it. But when they're back in their everyday life, they're very different. They respond very differently. That's interesting, and it's worth thinking about. Why can't we take that wonderful spirit of adventure and fun every single day? Why have we lost it? What has caused us to lose that? So much of the time we torment ourselves with regrets for actions we've taken or not taken. Our mind naturally goes over and over what has occurred And our mind punishes us in many, many different ways. It says to us, everybody else is so capable and so wise. We're a fool. We're a failure. We're hopeless. That's what the mind automatically says to everyone, to everyone. And the sad part is that we listen. We believe it. We allow that voice to run and spoil our lives. As we take Zen wisdom into our lives, and it stops that voice, or it pulls the plug on the voice. The voice can talk all at once, but we know it's a liar. We don't pay attention to it. We pull the plug on it. We pull the plug, which is our faith in it, our belief in it. We're learning about having faith in a different part of ourselves. This whole question of faith is actually a very fascinating question as well. Very, very fascinating question. People have faith in many things to get them through, but somehow to have faith that what you really need is within you, and to know that, to not just have faith in it, but to know it, to walk with it, that's a very powerful, powerful strength that comes to you. And Zen practice and the practice of koans assists in building that strength. I want to talk a moment about Zen practice itself. It consists of many different aspects. One strong part of it is sitting still and not moving, the meditation, which is called Zazen. And that I'll do a whole separate podcast on. I'll do a whole separate podcast on that. And if you have questions for me, please let me know. Special topics you would like me to address. I'll be very happy to do so. But to stay with the point of practice. So Zen itself is one strong part of Zen practice. And so is Zen in action, like cooking, cleaning, (laughs) washing your car, taking care of your apartment, How you are with the person that you meet, how you are with your boyfriend, your girlfriend, your partner, your wife, your husband, your child, whomever you interact with, that is also Zen practice. And there is a lot of wisdom which can guide you in another way of being so that the inevitable pain and conflict and confusion really truly melts away. When we see that we have everything we need within ourselves to enjoy, not only confront life, but to enjoy life. Even the hard times. Even the rough people. Even the bad situations. Or what seem to be bad situations. Meaning situations we don't really like. And and again, in another podcast, I'll go into that in much more depth Week by week, I hope to do this once a week, and week by week, I will offer another aspect of Zen wisdom and how you can actually use it in your everyday life. This is the first podcast, it's really an introduction, and we're just going to get an oversight of the whole situation here. And and for me, starting, there are many, many different quotes, many koans, many teachings, Somehow this is one that came to me that was so important to talk about. Life is one continuous mistake. That's interesting. It's by Dogen Zenji. What does he really mean? He's actually saying on a deeper level that there are no mistakes. That we do what we do. And the the mistake is that we're not willing to just be with how it turns out. We have strong expectations how something has to work out. And if it doesn't work out the way we want it to, we're upset, we're devastated. We're, we feel we personalize it and say, oh, there's something wrong with me. Nothing, nothing wrong with you at all. From the Zen perspective, there's nothing wrong with you at all. In fact, you're just fine. Even if you're... <laughs> so-called goals, so-called activities didn't turn out as you wanted. That has nothing to do with you. You personally are fine and you are whole and complete exactly as you are. This, this one continuous mistake is actually a treasure. Not only does it free us from useless upset, it opens the door to a larger view. It asks the question, who labels an action a mistake? Who decides this is a mistake? Very important question. In fact, in each podcast, I'm going to give you a few little assignments to work on during the week. This is one. Take a look at what you think are some of the mistakes you've made that are bothering you so much. Oh my God, I did that? Just write them down even if you have to. And then look at it and say, who call, who's calling this a mistake? Who? Who labeled it that way? Was it your mother? Was it your father? Was it some friend? Was it something you read? If you take away the label, it's a mistake. It's different. What is this? What happened? What did you learn? If you suffered, that's okay. What did you learn? Was there a treasure here for you that you might not have even noticed because you're beating yourself up so much that you made a mistake? Very interesting. Take away the label of a mistake and say instead, this was a gift. Wow, the whole experience changes. Really, a gift? What what was the gift? What did I learn? Very beautiful way of approaching a situation that might have caused you pain before. And this is what Dogen Zenji really means. If, again, if we fall down, how can we get up if we don't fall down? We have to fall down. We have to fall down. Why blame ourselves for the natural, normal activity of tripping, falling down, making mistakes? Some people who've had very interesting lives, at the end of their life, they might say, oh, my life was meaningless, I was a failure. All of those labels destroy us. They, They take the juice out of what happened. They take the actual experience from us away. And we only dwell on the label. Who calls it a failure? Who labeled it that way? You did. And you could give it another label. Or forget the label. In Zen, we, we let go of all labels, by the way, in Zen practice. And we simply experience something directly as it is. Cold is cold. Hot is hot. Disappointment is disappointment. We just take it as it is. And by the way, that's another koan. Take it as it is. Mm-hmm. One of my Zen masters, K- Kuda used to say, just take it. <laughs> just take it. Whatever comes, just experience it. Feel, what is it? Rather than hating it, resisting it, pushing it away, take it. Experience it. Fully. And then when you do that, it just disappears by itself. It has to. It has no choice. Just take Take it. From the Zen point of view, each moment is as it is, perfect and complete. It cannot be otherwise, nor should it be. Please hear that. That's so contrary to the way we usually think, but please listen. From the Zen point of view, each moment as it is, is perfect and complete It cannot be otherwise, nor should it. This is something that we practice with because all the moments that come to us, we usually want to change it. We don't like it. We're fighting it. We have a fantasy. It should be some other way. And what causes the pain of our life is not the way the moment is, but it's our rejection of the moment as it is. Our unwillingness to face it, to taste it, to be with it. That's what causes the pain. Our demand that it be different from what it is, our expectation that it be different from what it is, that is causing the pain, this clash, very intense clash that all of us, all of us go through. So here is another, another tool, to if I use that word, I mean another way of practicing when a moment comes to you, whether you like it or not, just experience it as it is. It's not saying anything about you. We take everything so personally. Oh my gosh, what does this mean? Just, just take it, just experience it, just explore it. Just find out what it is in your own experience. And then take a nice deep breath and experience the next moment. We don't do that. We cling to it. We try to figure it out. We blame ourselves for it as if that moment is our fault. So this is a very beautiful way of living and practicing. It frees something inside of you. Just take it. Just experience it. Don't take it personally. It's not personal. Something happened. Maybe someone yelled at you. You didn't like that. Of course not. Nobody likes it. Just breathe. Be with it experience it, allow it. You might even say thank you, just for the moment. And when you respond in that way, everything changes. You might even smile. These experiences that were so hard on you will begin to stop coming, or they'll change. Everything is going to change. That I will guarantee you. So for now, we're going to close up for today. Just for a moment, I don't want to overwhelm you. But let me end this lovely podcast with a little quote which says, No snowflake falls in an inappropriate place. <laughs> so if you have come to listen to me today, you're a snowflake. Thank you. I don't mean that in a bad way. It's just in a Zen way. You've come here. Thank you for listening. And whatever comes in your life to you, nothing comes that it doesn't belong there. No snowflake falls in an inappropriate place. So just begin to stop fighting with your experience and make friends with it. And I hope I can make friends with you. And I will get to know you. You'll get to know me. Thank you for coming to this to this podcast. And I will welcome your comments and questions. You can reach me on. Right now, you could reach me at topspeaker at yahoo.com. Next week, I will have a website for you with a board to write on, to write your questions, and we'll we'll begin a discussion and a relationship. Okay, thank you so much for joining us for today, and I hope to see you again next week.